Hey, Joe, how's it going? Happy New Year, Jeff. Happy good, New Year. Good, good. How's your New Year? Uh, it was pretty good. You know, I was in bed by 1215, my girlfriend and I. Uh, definitely very different uh, than years past, but very welcomed. Much needed and deserved oh, beauty good. rest for both of us. <laughs> hey, you said the year right. Hopefully you woke up nice and early, did your gym, did your cold shower, and start the year strong. Yeah, you know what? I'm pretty sure I either woke up at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. And I definitely got to the gym by 7 a.m. So <laughs> can't complain about that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now I feel kind of bad about myself because you know exactly where I was for New Year's Eve. And I, uh, yeah, I would like to say I didn't sleep till 6 a.m. So, But you had a great time. <laughs> I did have a good time. And I had, yeah, and I had a whole day to suffer. Did not start the year strong. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's also uh, uh, looking anyways, really bright for yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 5.30 p.m. Yeah, I was just about to say, you'll probably see that. No, my background is a little different. Uh, I moved. No, just joking. <laughs> um, I'm overseas right now. Um, I'm actually with my parents. I'm in Taiwan. Um, I'm doing some market research i like to say it mm-hmm. uh and also obviously just trying to be a good son it's been a while covid obviously has uh, uh restricted us with traveling so i think uh it's time for me to uh obviously be a good son and come back to see my parents that's where i am i'm expected to be here for the next little bit so you might see this particular setup mm-hmm. um for the next couple of podcasts that's your new tagline joe lee great realtor better family member <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you i think my parents would uh uh will be very pleased to hear that but let's not do here and there another reason why we're on zoom aside from the fact that i'm like fourteen thousand bummers away it's also because this is the episode for market updates mm-hmm. uh first market update for 2023 but before we get started as per usual talk to me how was last month in terms of real estate i don't need to know about your personal life i think everybody's busy with christmas new year's eve all that stuff but talk to me in regards to real estate yeah, you know, again, it was very similar to what I experienced in November. Did a lot of tours. Uh, however, I didn't see a lot of great listings in the areas that I was looking at. And the listings that mm-hmm. I did see, they were either kind of sat stale on the market already or the pricing just really wasn't right for my buyers. Uh, a lot of the buyers I was mm-hmm. working with uh, were investors. So they were coming in pretty, pretty hard uh, on price. Uh, and we just couldn't <clears throat> come to an agreement with the sellers. But what about you? I think you. I heard you closed a deal, uh, a couple deals yeah. actually. Yeah. So I did uh, in December. Um, well, I think one of the listings that I did. Um, I've been helping this client for about a year and a half. We literally gone through the whole roller coaster ride. Uh, literally, I think we put down about eight offers in total, or nine, or maybe even ten. This is how many. It's just you know, it just every time they get outbid, every time the subject free, um, and for. For them, they're not. This is not really an investment play. This is really kind of like they're looking for their forever home, so they mm-hmm. don't want to, you know, overdo it. And we're happy to say that in December we did find them a beautiful home that suited their need uh, within their price point. Um, now, yeah, so this is kind of following everything that we were talking about the last couple of months. You know, mm-hmm. they really seized the opportunity. There was no other competition. They the listing literally just dropped their price, and we act quickly upon it. Uh, obviously, with the uh, precursor that you know this is going to be a long term play for them. 
um, and they are they already know that the prices has come down significantly. Um, but they're this is basically what they told me. I'm not gonna try to catch the market. I'm gonna be here for more than ten years, maybe even fifteen, until my daughter is you know all the way probably in post secondary. Mm-hmm. So I just want to you know take this time um, to find a one that is completely suitable to our family members without too much risk and obviously without the other competitions around um, uh, from other buyers we're able to put a full subject uh, clause in there with it or inspection and the great news is because the market you know there wasn't as much people viewing the home so the seller was actually very nicely agreed upon fixing everything that we have requested even some of the smaller stuff as well so mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, great story to go with. Like, you know, everything that we talk. If the seller's realistic, um, the buyer's just definitely out there for them. I mean, mm-hmm. on the seller side, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, they 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 wanted higher. Uh, I think they wanted over two million dollars or something like that for that particular house. But uh, I think their agent did a great job educating them, and they continue they aggressively dropped the price week after week after week until a certain point it became within my client's budget, and. Yeah, we got a deal done. And I think you nailed it there. And like to quickly summarize it, like number one, both buyer and seller side, you find the right agent. Number two, you come up with the right strategy. And number three is just patience. Like with your buyers, they went through the turmoil of losing out on multiple offer bids. They adapted Mm -hmm. their strategy and eventually they didn't have to compromise what they wanted and they still got the ideal home for them. So congratulations again. Very happy for you. And thank uh, you. Thank you. Many more to come. Exactly. A good start. I mean, good way to end 2023 for sure. So, uh, with that being said, uh, let's do our market updates. Uh, just share the overall macroeconomics of what's happening. So, let's do our usual. Let's punch through the numbers. And then at the end, let's share our thoughts. Sounds good. Let's quickly take a look at our stat center. Yep. Uh, so number one with uh, sales activity here, uh, we can see for the month of December, we finished off with 1,309 sales. Now, if you pull the cursor back to December of 2021, it looks kind of scary, right? 51.2% decrease and a 19.3% decrease compared to November of 2022. But of course, later on, we'll dive deeper into that. And you guys will see that it's not as scary as it looks. Um, next up, we have yep. the amount of... <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, waiting to start the market update after I think it's such a beautiful story for everybody. <laughs> yeah, you literally teed it up and then I just shot you right back down. It's like going down a roller coaster. <laughs> oh my, oh my. Well, anyways, uh, we'll make sense of all of this. Let's go for uh, homes uh, listed next. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so for the month of December, we saw 1,223 new homes listed. Um, and that is a 37.3% decrease from December of 2021. And here's the most shocking part for you. It's a 60.1% decrease from November of 2022. And another thing I think is a shocker is, once again, we had, what did you say? We have 1309 new uh, sales for December, and we yep. have 1,223 new listings. So there was more sales than there was listings uh, for the month of December here. Correct. Um 
And let's take a look at our total inventory. Um, our total inventory at the end of December here, we're sitting at 6,834 homes, uh, which is a 23.8% increase from December of 2021 and a flat 30% decrease from last, well, from November of 2022. I almost say last month, but we're already in January here already. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Now, now you want to go ahead with the price point. Yeah. Those are pretty those are pretty drastic numbers, of course, but when you're looking at the price, it's really not that crazy. We can see that our HPI price for December of 2022 was sitting at $1,114,300. Now, compared to December of 2021, this is only a 3.3% decrease. And the second consecutive month where we're seeing a decrease in price. Um, compared mm -hmm. to November of 2022, uh, we saw a... 1.5% decrease where they were sitting at $1,131,600. Again, okay. we'll make sense of all of this uh, later on in the podcast, but we're also going to quickly touch on uh, my favorite topic, uh, the rent, because I feel like most Vancouverites are renters. And uh, <laughs> it's just crazy, the statistics that we see uh, month to month about this. But give me one quick moment here. Um, our data, again, comes from uh, Live Rent, and in their January 2023 report, we can see that the average monthly rent price for a one-bedroom, unfurnished unit in Metro Vancouver has risen by $30 to $2,257. As of today, all of Canada's top five most expensive cities are located in British Columbia, with West Van taking the top spot this January. Yes. We are number one. We <laughs> are number one. <laughs> this, is, this is probably uh, one of the few categories that I don't think I'm very proud to be number one in. But <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Something. Yeah, it is what it is, right? Like looking at uh, the top five cities, we can see that um, West Vancouver is number one at $2,844. North Vancouver is number two at $2,576. Vancouver sitting at number three, 2488. Burnaby, number four, at 2394. And Richmond at number five, and 2195. I can only assume that what's not listed, number six, is most likely Toronto, as in the previous month, Toronto is usually um, amongst that list as well. But for now, Vancouver still reigns supreme as uh, being the most expensive cities to rent in in all of Canada. Taking a look, uh, <laughs> taking a look at our uh, income to rent ratio. Um, on average, we're spending thirty seven point zero four percent on rent. Now, ideally, uh, from a financial perspective, we should be spending no more than thirty percent. However, given the recent statistics and and how sharply the rent prices have increased over the last year. I think it's completely understandable. I mean, Joe, like even a couple months ago in our market update, we were hovering closer to what percent was that? Do you remember? I think was... two months ago, we were well, three months ago. I think we there was one of the months it was actually over 50%. And then me and you both were like, oh my God, what is happening right now? So it's I'm happy to see that it's dropped and sustained at about this kind of 30-ish ish kind of percentage now yeah and you know what for the listeners who don't want to have to deal with these crazy rent prices there's only one solution you know what it is what, what is it uh it's time to buy <laughs> ah 
I like how you slide that right Sorry, in. that was a shameless <laughs> plug there. Um, but Joe, why don't you uh, help tie us this, tie this all together for us and give us a quick summary of um, what the December market was like, and then we'll kind of move on and look at it from a bigger perspective and wrap up all of 2022 as a whole. Let's do it. Uh, let's start off like how we did with the numbers. It was, let's start with sales activity. Now, one of the things that uh, you probably want us to discuss is that crazy drop compared to November. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if we really look at it from a greater perspective by pulling kind of our vision uh, 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 out a little bit, we can see that compared to 2021 and 2019, um, there they both those both years also experienced roughly a seasonal adjustment about nineteen to twenty percent, kind of like what we just experienced right now. Mm-hmm. The only anomaly was in twenty twenty, where we saw a very slight uptick in terms of sales activities. But we all know that that's when the market was heating up. I still like funny story. I still remember uh, December of twenty twenty was when I was in New York City, and you know Christmas lights and everything. And I believe during that trip, I was only gone for about one week. Uh, I had to write about four four different offers. Uh, while I was on vacation, I still remember it was the Rockefeller big Christmas tree in front, and then my girlfriend was standing right beside me, and I was literally right in front of it on my iPad prepping the offer at that time. Best Christmas so, ever. <laughs> I'm. I should. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Rita. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, um, yes, it does sound scary, but once again, this is just on par with the seasonal adjustments. Honestly, this is quite surprising, uh, considering that on the second half of the year, it was so full of uncertainties. Um, This is another good indication that our market is still holding on. A hundred percent. I mean, we've gone through interest rate hike after interest rate hike, all the global events like inflation running rampant all over the world. And, you know, we're looking at the price, like similar to our November update, prices have continued to trend downwards overall but really not by that much. If we look at it at a closer perspective, uh, broken down by property type, you can see that houses have dropped by 5.1%. Townhouses were down 0.1%. And condos are still up by 1.7%. This Mm -hmm. is very aligned with what we've been saying about sales to active ratio for months. Now, houses Mm -hmm. that have been hovering under or around 12%, um, which indicates that it's already in a buyer's market, hence why prices are dropping. Mm -hmm. Townhouses Mm -hmm. and condos have been hovering in and over 20%, indicating that it is still a seller's market. When we tie this into price, it shows that the demand for townhomes is definitely there, but the price that people are willing to pay for them have certainly come Mm. down. Similarly to the month before, um, the houses have performed worse since the change of the market. We all knew this, um, but by putting it like this, we see a much clearer picture that uh, different product types are being affected differently. Now- Even though the prices of townhomes have now come down uh, in December compared to November when they're up by 3.5%, like I said, the demand is still there. This could Mm -hmm. be a sign that the interest rate hikes are finally showing its effect on all properties. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the interest um, in townhomes is still there, but the Mm -hmm. prices have come down, which is what we were talking about before the podcast, exactly what the government's idea of increasing interest rates was is to control inflation mm-hmm. and, and and affect yeah. the amount of money that the consumer is spending so uh, right. what was that example that you used like a, out of like 100 townhouses um how many of them are still being I mean, so, the same amount were being sold it's just that the price are lower yeah 
And really, this all comes down to affordability. I mean, this is what what would you expect? You know, when you increase the interest rate from one point five percent, you know, and then what is it now? Six point five percent now. Mm-hmm. Affordability just naturally drops. So for now, uh, I think I read an article. Uh, I think a couple days ago, when yeah, I was I was already in Taiwan. Yeah. So right now, for the current interest rate, every hundred thousand dollars you take out. Ah,、uh, your monthly payment is equivalent to five hundred and thirty-three dollars. So、Jeez. once again, if you take a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage out, you're looking at about twenty-seven hundred a monthly payment, roughly. Well, I'm just doing some mental math right here.、Mm-hmm. This is in comparison to during COVID. I think every hundred thousand dollars you took out, you're only paying like two hundred something dollars. Yeah, there's only so、yes. much that、uh, the consumer can handle. I mean, it, and this applies to everything. It applies to to car loans and not just houses. I remember when the interest rates, like two years ago,、mm-hmm. when I bought a car, was maybe like three percent, and then all of a sudden、mm-hmm. now, when I、uh, looked at another vehicle, it was like closer to seven percent. Right, and not 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 just that. I think the other thing I want to quickly mention is also don't forget about the qualifying rates. That, excuse my language, that shit is still around. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, you know, back then, you know, when the interest rate was about 1.5 percent, you're getting qualified about 3.5 percent.、Mm-hmm. Right now, you're getting qualified by、uh, for about like eight percent, seven to eight percent, right? So not only is your month like the amount of monthly payment has gone up, so you can literally pay less. The amount of money that the bank wants to lend you is also decreasing because of the qualifying rates as well. So、yeah, which a, is completely fair. They they want to make sure that people are not biting more than they can chew. <laughs> exactly, but you know, obviously, in the market kind of num- uh, uh, in the market wise, it's a double whammy. You know, you you、mm-hmm. you literally can't afford less, and also the bank is giving you less. So、mm-hmm. there we go. That so another way,、um, you know, we like to look at the market just to reconfirm whether it's a buyer's or a seller market for a particular product. Is months of inventory. We haven't talked about this, so I think at the end of the year, this is a very good time to talk about it because we always naturally just go back to sales and active ratio. Let's just quickly talk about um, um, the months,、um, the month of inventory that's there. So、uh, as the end of December, we're currently sitting for houses a seven point five. Uh, months of inventory, which、mm-hmm. indicate that this is a buyer's market. If I remember correctly, anything over like five to five and a half months of months of inventory is considered a buyer's market. For townhouses, we're sitting at four point six months of inventory, and for condos, we're sitting at four point four months of inventory. You know what the best part of all of this is? All of this number matches exactly with the sales and active ratio, and then everything that you put together. Well, you know that saying, how it goes, numbers don't lie, but people do. <laughs> people do exactly, and that's why when market update, we always like to focus on the numbers because really, like you said, numbers don't lie. Now,、uh, let's quickly turn the page.、Uh, we are done with the sales activities. Let's just quickly talk about listings because I know that、uh, that's the other thing that other people want to really. Want us to elaborate with because there's a sudden huge drop of total inventory that's on the market.、Mm-hmm. So, as a reminder for everybody, generally at the end of the year we do see that sudden drop,、uh, just because that's when listings go expired or it gets canceled. Because a lot of these listing agreements, for some reason, they just write tell oh December thirty first. That's that's how long our agreement is going to be.、Mm-hmm. Uh, on a general basis、uh, for Vancouver, we do expect about. Six to seven hundred listings 
that gets either expired or canceled at the end, end of the year. Well, this year we saw uh, one big drop of about 1,300 homes. So yes, it is definitely on the higher side. Um, that basically just means that once again, if your home is getting overpriced, if your home is just ill-prepared, it's not going to sell. It's just going to sit there, um, meaning that the buyers are getting smarter and they're being a little bit more cautious and a little bit more conscious about what's out there. Uh, and they are no longer interested in overpriced listings. And that's exactly what we've been pushing the message out to people for the last several months now. 100%. And another indication is just take a look at how many days on the market that properties are sitting for. Like <laughs> my buyers, none exactly. of them are willing to pay uh, overinflated prices because they're all investors. So they're coming in sharp. But yeah, you know what? With uh, 2022 now behind us and in the books, uh, why don't we take a look at how we did last year as a whole in terms of mm -hmm. uh, listings and sales. When yep. we look at residential home sales for 2022, we were sitting at 28,903. Now, that's a 34.3% decrease from 2021, which was 43,999, but only a 6.6 .6 decrease from 2020, which is 30,944. It mm -hmm. might sound like a bit of a scary number, but compared to the 10-year average, last year's sales total was only 13.4% down from the overall 10-year average, which is not so bad mm -hmm. in my eyes. Um, no, I mean, in comparison to how like all the turmoils that we are dealing with of the second half of this year, I mean, honestly speaking, we did not bad. And you remember like, yeah, it, it sounds scary from 2021, but as a friendly reminder, once again, that was when the year was literally crazy, but I'm actually shocked that we're only 6.6% decrease from 2020 because most of the 2020, aside from when we were literally, you know, locked within our houses, uh, I think that was about March, April, and May, um, the rest of the months during 2020 was very, very strong. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very strong. No, and we're so, only 6.6% below it. Yeah, which is nothing to me. Um, yeah. Again, numbers don't lie. Uh, mm -hmm. Take it with a grain of salt, what the media has been telling you. Do your own research. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. this is just uh, what Joe and I, uh, our opinion is in our findings. And when we mm -hmm. look at the total amount of listings in Metro Vancouver uh, for 2022, we reached 53,865. This was a 13.5% decrease compared to the 62,265 homes listed in 2021, but mm -hmm. only about a 0.8% decrease compared to the 54,305 homes listed in 2020. And mm -hmm. compared to the 10-year average, it was only a 3.2% um, decrease, which again is very, very reasonable given the events that we experienced in 2020. Well, I mean... Come on, once again, considering what the heck is happening around the world, we're actually still below the 10-year average. That's already a shocker on its own because everybody's like, well, you know, interest rates going up. The world has become extremely unstable. People mm -hmm. should be just listing their houses left, right, and center. But in reality, it, that, none of that has really happened. I mean, we actually had a 0.8% decrease in terms of new listings compared to 2020. So, yeah. Well, again, Vancouver is just that much more resilient compared to other markets globally and in North America or even in Canada as a whole. Vancouver is just truly that unique. And we talked about from previous podcasts why this is the reason. I mean, supply and demand, immigration, all that stuff. We don't need to repeat ourselves. Um, but 
you know, once again, numbers don't lie. This is basically because of all these policies and, you know, things that's happening. This is the result of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The world is becoming unstable. Well, Vancouver real estate is still as stable as it gets. Right. So let me just try to, I know we gave a lot of information. We gave a lot of numbers throughout this whole podcast here because we did the monthly and the annual. I would just, before we end this whole thing, would just compress all these numbers into one kind of statement. Yes, guys, prices are dropping. It's a given. We talked about it. Interest rate. What people can afford is just significantly less. Qualifying rates, all that stuff. However, what we have been saying about listing sales is that they are still happening. As long as we're adapting the correct strategies, we're not in a free fall situation in comparison to a lot of other places around the world. If we are realistic about what we want to do, the property will still move. This is a strong indication that the liquidity of Vancouver real estate market is still very, very high. What does this mean? If you really need that emergency cash or something of the most unfortunate thing has happened, if you want to list your home, if you're just realistic about it, you will be able to get that money back. You know, mm-hmm. if you know, sometimes quite quickly. It's not going to get to a point where you keep dropping, you keep dropping, you keep dropping, and the home just literally just sits there for months on end because that's what people that's what some people think is happening around the world. And in some cities, that is what's truly happening, but not in Vancouver. You want your money out from real estate, you could do it as long as you're realistic about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's it. That is our first market update for 2023. Um, once again, please excuse my uh, budgeted production is at this time. We promise you guys we're going to do better with our production. We bought all of the materials. It's just that I'm currently in Taiwan conducting a market research on how to efficiently build. How did you even write this, man? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Guys. I'm just joking. I'm here visiting my friends uh, and my families, and I will be back very, very soon. However, I did not forget about real estate. Uh, we are gonna. I am. We are gonna do a podcast comparing homes here in comparison to um, back in Vancouver. That will be a fun episode, uh, just because there's so many things that's different here. Let me just move my iPad just to show you one of the biggest difference that I'm currently dealing with. My home has a central courtyard view. People who follow my Instagram will already know what I'm trying to say. Look at this. This is my central courtyard view. We're going to talk about this. I love the beautiful landscaping, the different shades and tones of beige and white and uh, AC units. I count at least 20 in this uh, <laughs> in this frame. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Isn't it kind of scary how many of that is there? We'll talk about all of this. I don't want to talk too much about it. It's It's been quite a shocker in comparison just to what we generally expect for, you know, Vancouver homes. I think what you're saying um, so, is you can't wait to be back. Uh, yes. Also that, you know, I, I, I miss my bed. I miss my pillow and I, I do miss Vancouver, but don't get me wrong. I, I also miss my parents quite uh, quite a bit. So mm-hmm. um, look forward to that podcast. I'm very excited about it. So as always, we really value your input and feedback as uh, we are starting the year. So please uh, help us with the algorithm. Turn on your post notifications, subscribe, comment. You know exactly what to do. And mm-hmm. uh, we are the Mike for Vancouver Real Estate. My name is Joe. My name is Jeff. And we'll and see you we next time. Look forward to 
and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Jeff. Bye now.